0: Hello oh, and welcome to Movies of a Lifetime, where we review some of the greatest movies in the Lifetime Movie Network Cinematic Universe. I'm Mark Triskett, and with me as always is my lifetime partner, Vaj Malouf. How we doing today, Vaj?
1: Honestly, Mark, there's nothing I'd rather be doing, and no one else I'd rather be doing with. I gotta tell you, I'm hard as
0: a rock right now. ah. Uh, okay, moving on. Today, we're going to talk about Lifetime movie, Killer Grades, released in the U.S. on September 20th, 2021. It stars Megan Ashley Brown as Michelle, a student who's trying to make the high school academic decathlon team, Laurie Fortier as her mother, Catherine, an independent publicist, And Zach Gold is Mr. Liu, the coach of the academic decathlon, who will do whatever it takes to win. And Vaj, what I thought we could do today is, uh, in the spirit of the academic theme, what better way to review and assess this movie than to give some grades to Killer Grades? So Vaj, I have my report card here. Before I dive into my grades for this movie, um, I just wanted to get kind of your initial thoughts around uh, around the movie. Uh, Trisk, I mean,
1: grading Killer Grades, you've done it again. I love it. Let, let's be let's be real. Oftentimes, as our longtime listeners know, we like to save the larger points for the end of the pod. You know, right? Delay yeah. the climax, if you will.
0: You want to hold off, but yeah, at the
1: but I, yeah, I'm too damn excited to wait on this first grade because the subject that I'm bringing up is the acting by Zach Gold, and I'm not going to delay it. The grade is a damn A Hundred percent agree. And and here's why. Okay. When you think of A-plus performances, it's not just an individual who delivers lines that were written for him or her, right? It's a person who brings something more to the role. So, for, for example, think of McConaughey in, in Wolf of Wall Street when he's beaten his chest, right? Or or think back to Leo in Titanic when he jumps on the bow of that boat and yells, I'm the king of the I'm world, the of the world exactly. right? Or, or maybe my favorite example, Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting, when he tells the story of his beloved deceased wife waking herself up by passing gas, right? Classic, classic. These are organic moments, not in the original script, that took those performances to, frankly, another level, right? Well, when Mr. Lou, Zach Gold, first meets Sarah's mother, Catherine, at the restaurant and informs her that, and I quote, she wasn't just the first to finish. She was the only one to finish. In fact, in five years... She's the only one to ever finish. That whole set of lines was improvised, which is why it feels so organic. And that was Mr. Gold pulling from his first sexual relationship post-college. You
0: cannot teach that. You have to be born with it. And Zach Gold was. I I did not know that. That's interesting trivia. I, I mean, I agree with you. It was a stellar performance. I love this character. I love the sexual innuendos he drops throughout the movie. I love the fact that every adult female in the movie makes a point to say how handsome Mr. Oh, Lou is. yeah,
1: no question. They,
0: they really drove that point home for all the blind people watching this movie. Um, my first grade is for Mr. Lou as well. Okay. And I'm giving this man an A as a criminal. Uh, no doubt. First of all, his stealthiness is off the charts. There's a scene in where he's in the house with the mother and the daughter. They're home, mere feet away from him. And they are... Totally clueless to his presence. He sneaks out without them ever noticing. Later, he sneaks up on Sarah's dad in the middle of a parking lot in broad daylight. At the start of the movie, he sneaks up on a girl to push her in front of a car. The girl doesn't see him. The car doesn't see him. This is some Thomas Crown shit here. This man would get you pregnant before you even realize your panties were off. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. One of the best criminals I've seen. Um, second, Superman has nothing on this guy's clothes-changing skills. When Sarah's dad threatens to shut down the program and storms off to his car, before he can even get in the car, Mr. Liu has already changed into his stealthy, all-black murdering outfit before killing him and stuffing him in the trunk. Again, no witnesses. He's got a magic door opener that lets you break in everywhere. I mean, I'm just in awe of this man. Um, the only drawback that I saw, and I have to give maybe a, a C minus for this, was the way he runs away from the crime scene. He kind of looks like a drunk guy who's shit in your yard and is trying to get away with it. Other than that, perfect, perfect criminal.
1: Yeah, Marky T, I got to tell you, great, great, great call. Now, it, it, I will say, if I had a dollar for every time I've been that guy, I'd be a wealthy man. Absolutely. Uh, but it, it really, truly is a shockingly unathletic running style. Uh, but it does give me an opportunity to mention our first sponsor, High School Drama Class. For all you non-athletes out there, there's High School Drama Class. You might
0: even get to make out with an artsy chick. High School Drama Class. Unfortunately, I, I also have to give an- another bad grade to Mr. Liu. Uh, for him as an actual teacher, I mean, I didn't see a whole lot of evidence of, of great teaching here, especially in his first speech to the new team. Um, you know, he says he- he's-, he's introducing himself. He's talking about how, how rigorous the course is going to be. He pumps them up. Big spiel. And... They show the kids and it works. The kids are in upbeat music starts playing. And he says, all right, today's lesson. And he turns to the board and just writes the word science in all capital letters. I feel like he had to get a little more specific in that instance there. The whiteboard also says, raise your hand to leave, cough and breathe. I got some real dangerous minds vibes right there and and not in a good way. What do you think? Marky Mark and the Cracker Bunch. I got to tell you,
1: I truly could not have said it any better myself. That speech starts out like Pacino in any given Sunday, but frankly, it falls flat like my good buddy Joe Demir after hotboxing in a Ford Ranger.
0: The next subject that I wanted to grade um, Killer Grades on is representation. Mm. Um, Very important topic nowadays, especially for Lifetime, but unfortunately, Vaj, I got to give Lifetime an F here. I feel like they really missed the mark. Um, When it comes to men in a Lifetime movie, as far as I can tell, there are only three types of adult men. Cops. Dead fathers or serial killers. That's it. There's no other type of men that exist in this universe. Um, I also thought the portrayal of the academic decathlon team itself was a little unrealistic. I did not see a single Asian person on this whole team. I mean, that team is behind the eight ball. From Jump Street, Mr. Liu needs to work on his recruiting or something. This team stands no chance in a real competition.
1: Yeah, Triskman, as you may remember because we discussed it back in episode 53 during the height of the hashtag Me Too movement. Exactly. It it, it seemed at the time that Lifetime was finally figuring some things out in regards to inclusion and diversity. And then they released their Valentine's Day movie. You're white? Me Too. And uh, at that time, it was pretty clear that they still have a long way to go and they continue to make some of the same mistakes they were making back then. Before we move on to, to your next grade, I, I do need to mention our, our second sponsor, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Come for the music? Leave with our women. Nashville, Tennessee. All
0: right, next, uh, I'm giving another bad grade, um, and it's for the cops in this movie. Uh, I have to give, a will say, a D-. Um, the lead cop in this movie, I think he did a, a pretty good job. Um, he seemed okay, but the rest... Oh, buddy. Incompetent. Yeah. Um, let me give a few examples, okay? So first... Uh, Catherine, the mom, comes in the dead of night to her store uh, where her friend and coworker had been tragically murdered. Yeah. And you cut to maybe four hours later. It's morning time. And she is still there. She's sitting on the curb with a blanket around her. Why? What are they doing here? Just Long leaving her out on time. the curb? Yeah. Yeah. Stick around in this freezing street corner. We might want to ask you questions in the next 12 hours. What good is this doing? Take her somewhere sheltered. I don't understand what they're doing there. When she first arrives on the scene, there's a cop standing by the perimeter. I guess he's guarding the perimeter. Um, for any people trying to cause her, there's, there's that caution tape there. Catherine rolls up in her car. Um, gets out and just barks at him like, let me in. And he immediately just is like, fuck it, go ahead. Lifts up the tape, lets her write in. No ID check, no questions. Just lift the tapes so this random woman can get by into the crime scene. Who knows what's going on there. Finally, and this was the most egregious to me, Michelle, the daughter, wanders into the crime scene later, which, again, is not great in its own right. But she's there, and as she looks around the room, her she's looking at you know the table and the the disheveled uh, you know papers on the floor, and her gaze falls upon the absolute worst dead body tape outline I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. it was, yeah, it looked like a robot died. This was one hundred percent the same shitty cop who was guarding the perimeter outside. It was just shameful work by it, by Ellie's finest it, here.
1: Yeah, M to the T. It, It certainly does not paint the LAPD in the best light. Now, I I will say, I wanted to be fair, so I went ahead and spoke with a good friend of mine who's also a police officer expert due to his multiple run-ins with the
0: police. And B. Smith told me that this was truly shady work. All right, so Vaj, we're actually running a little low on time here. I want to talk about some quick hitters. I'll call them extracurriculars. Oh, Marks, man. You know I like that. Yeah, I got the report card theme. I'm keeping it going. I'm keeping it going. So let me let me give an A for one of my favorite moments. It's the, the instant that Mr. Lou realizes he's going to have to murder Sarah, one of those teammates there, because she's just a complete dumbass. You might remember this scene. He's in the classroom. He's writing on the board. He's teaching, whatever that means. Um, and he looks back at the class. He's like, yeah, you guys are getting it. You're getting it, right? Um, and Sarah is not getting it. And he just gives her this death stare like, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Only the smart survive here, Vaj. It was, it was a great moment for me.
1: Trisket Biscuit. You know why it's one of your favorite moments? I will tell you. It's because Zach Gold sells it. 100%. I, I mean, by that time in the film, the viewer is already fully bought into the idea that this hunk o meat is capable of anything
0: in the name of winning this decathlon. Absolutely. The character is solid through and through, and I really thought he was going to kill that person. I also have to give an A-plus to Mr. Lou for the A.C. Slater chair sit. (laughs) Classic. Classic. Hey, listen, there is no better way to become relatable to teenagers than to sit in a chair the wrong way. That's been proven over and over again. Kids in 2021 will definitely put down their iPhones to listen to what you have to say when you sit like that. And bonus points if you say to them, hey guys, let's rap. Mar. Because,
1: uh, really us, you son of a bitch. I wrote the exact same thing in my journal right here. But I also have another note that I need to share with you because this is important. As A.C. Slater taught us, to pull that move off, You better be hotter than a damn tamale for it to work. Mm -hmm.
0: And here it works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also give a B plus for Michelle's classmate Carrie being a stone cold bitch. Oh, if there's one person that wants to win an academic decathlon more than Mr. Lou, it's her. She also fails a drug test at the end, which I thought was a nice touch for that character. Uh, Very nice work.
1: Yeah. T-Risk. Can I seriously tell you something though? Go ahead. Go ahead. So her performance really affected me. Her final outcome, as you mentioned, you know, the the failed drug test, it made me so happy. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I was happy that a high school girl failed a drug test. (laughs) And then I was affected again because I was sad that I felt happy. Moving stuff, man.
0: You really, you really contain multitudes. I didn't realize.
1: The Vaj is deep.
0: I also have to give an A to the book writer's negotiation skills. So let me take you back to this scene. There's a, a a new book writer that Catherine, the mom, is meeting with, and they want to publish his book. He's meeting with her and her then-alive co-worker at a restaurant, and they're arguing over some edits. And finally, he looks at them and says, you publish this as is, and then very forcefully sips from his reusable straw. And there's an immediate cut to the next scene where two grown women lament, ugh. Oh, I can't believe he convinced us to accept his terms. That's how convincingly he sipped that drink. No rebuttal. No more persuasion needed on his part. That dude is a king. And actually, now that I think about it, he's the only grown man in the movie who's not a cop, serial killer, or dead father. So I think I have to rescind my uh, earlier comment about representation. He's also British, so bonus points for that. I'm changing my grade from an F to a D uh, for, uh, for Lifetime on this one. I think that's both fair and a worthwhile change. This was a sad moment for me. So, about halfway through the movie, Sarah falls into a coma. Um, and Mr. Liu replaces her with a new guy, Kevin. And he immediately tries to get with Michelle. No hesitation. I have to give an F to Kevin's game. It was sad. He didn't stand a chance. Granted, he was fighting an uphill battle. You know, her friend was in a coma. She was sad about that. He was pushing forward anyway. I appreciate the heart, but the game the game was not there. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, M- Mark Knight Shyamalan, let me tell you this, okay? You absolutely nailed it in both cases. But here's a thought that I had. Okay. Maybe it's just tough being a Kevin.
0: Oh, let me, okay. let, me let me let me l-
1: tell me more. Yeah, let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell you what I mean. Okay, so Kevin Durant can't win without Steph Curry and can't convince Kyrie Irving to get vaccinated or that the world is round. Okay, okay, good point. Okay, okay. Yep. case two: Kevin Jonas, easily the worst Jonas brother.
0: <laughs> no doubt. Okay, two okay. for two.
1: Number three: Kevin McAllister left home alone four different times by his family each one the subject of a documentary.
0: Uh okay, I don't think that's true. It's but it's definitely keep, keep true.
1: Going. It's 100% true. <laughs> I've watched all I've watched all four documentaries it's true. And last but certainly not least and maybe my best piece of evidence Kevin Spacey, and I'm going to go okay. into real yeah. detail here, okay? No no no, so, no,
0: no, 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 I think, no, your point is made, Vaj, very, yeah, you're right, four for tough four, to be a and Kevin. with this one, five for five as well, it's tough to be a Kevin, I, I believe it, I believe it, okay, let's move on, um, let me check my next grade here, I've got an A plus for Mr. Liu for his drug dealing skills, Vaj, Chris Rock once said, drug dealers don't sell drugs, drugs sell themselves, But Mr. Lou put that theory right to bed. Let me set the scene for you. Michelle has had enough of the team, right? She's going to storm into into Mr. Lou's room. She's going to tell him, I quit. I'm off the team. There's nothing you can do to to convince me otherwise. Mm -hmm. But then her teacher completely changes her mind by offering her some sweet, sweet drugs. I don't know how he does it, but she's immediately back on the team. It was was amazing. I've never seen anything like it. So those skills, A-plus for Mr. Lou there. Trisk
1: Daddy... It's strange that you mention this because I totally agree. The message of the movie overall, I I think, is don't do drugs. But also, like, as you recount that scene,
0: I kind of want to do drugs. Want to do drugs. Right, Right, exactly. Me too. Me too. I think that just goes back to what you said about the acting skills of Zach Gold here. Like, he makes me want to do drugs in that Without scene. question. Yeah. Without question. The last grade I have here is, um, unfortunately, it's an F. And this is no no fault of Mr. Liu himself, but for the uh, his climactic and dramatic death, it could have been perfect death. He confesses everything to Michelle and Catherine. He gets shot. They have the classic slow motion shot of him falling in the pool perfect put a bow on it he got what he deserved he's dead the the threat is gone but unfortunately in the next scene he's on a gurney getting rolled into an ambulance someone says oh he's gonna make it he'll have to stand trial honestly just let the man die let 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 him let him go he's been through so much he's never been able to win an academic decathlon he's been a failure his whole life why why subject him to a trial just let the man die what do you think i mean he's so hot though let him live in a way in a
1: weird way (laughs) that's a good point i didn't think about that
0: (laughs) Yeah, I keep under. I keep forgetting about how how hot Zach Gold is in this movie. Well, let me let me tell you something there, Marky Mark.
1: I don't forget.
0: To wrap us up here, I just want to share two of my favorite um, A plus I'll call them lines from Killer Grades. First one, one of the students says, I'm trying to get into Vanderton. Vanderton! I just think it's a great fake school name. Um, I loved it. It sounds prestigious, right? It's not a real college, but it sounds real. I love the fake names. I hope they keep coming out with, with more like this that, that we can, that we can enjoy. And then my, my favorite line of the whole movie. Um, Mr. Lou's frustrated. His class is frustrated. Nobody's happy. One of the students comes up to him and is like, I want to win, Mr. Lou. And he says, you want to win? Go learn how to do math! No specifics, no real teaching here, no syllabus or topics or rubric. Just go do math. Go do it. I do think this is really good advice actually. Like winners do math. Um, and it will get you far in life. But I just I love that line. It was so perfectly delivered. And with that, I think we've covered it all, Vaj. Any final thoughts here on killer grades? I will say, I
1: want to finish with one final grade and that grade is for you, Mark Trisket, and that is another A+. Because oh, your shucks. performance today was flawless. Um, but before we do end the pod I have to thank our final sponsor The Lurpy League No one we'd rather be lurpy
0: with The Lurpy League Absolutely, absolutely Thank you as always, Vaj Alright, that's gonna do it for today's show Thanks again to all our sponsors And to Lifetime for churning out these hits For Vaj Maloof, I'm Mark Trisket, And this is Movies of a Lifetime You really, you really contain multitudes, I didn't realize. Pretty deep. Um, the Vaj is deep.
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: That was, that was pretty good.